Hello everybody, Jeff Cross here, um, on with the second edition of uh, Officiating po- uh, I, Podcast. Um, uh, today on the phone I have uh, Mr. Mike Kukuk, a uh, Illinois State final official in basketball. Um, Mike, are you there? Yes, Jeff. Hey, good. To, thanks for taking some time. I know that uh, it's a busy time of year for you with your kids and trying to keep up with those things and school's getting ready to start for you, so... I appreciate you taking uh, just a few minutes for us. So, um, if you could just uh, maybe just give us a brief bio of, uh, you know, your officiating background and even your professional background. Okay. Um, professionally, uh, I am a teacher. I've been teaching for uh, 20, I'm going into my 23rd year of education. Um, and as far as officiating is concerned, uh, I am going into year 29. Uh, and that is both in basketball and baseball. Um, those are the only two sports that I have done. And I, I, I do know you personally, and I know you've done some baseball coaching. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, in fact, just the past spring, I uh, retired from coaching baseball at various levels after 30 years. So it's been uh, it's been a nice ride, but you know, like you said, I'm going to take a step back and enjoy my kids while their uh, sporting activities are going on. That's awesome. That's really cool. So this would be good for, for people out there to get a little insight on, on how the official yourself thinks of things and then even the coaching side of yourself um, uh, recognizing how a coach may be reacting even though you're wearing the stripes on any certain day. So this would be good. Um, just uh, – you know, you said you did basketball. Um, what's the highest level you've reached in basketball as far as uh, postseason? Uh, as far as postseason, at the high school level, I've worked uh, three state championships. Um, they are, I'm trying to think, it was 2009, 2010, and 2012. 10, 11, 12, so three years in a row then. That's awesome. Uh, no, sorry, nine, 2009, 2010, and 2012. I got you. Oh, good. That's still a pretty good run there. And, uh, yeah, it was. It was fun. And where, where was that held at? Uh, that was at Peoria, uh, Bradley University in Peoria. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Um, and uh, coaching, have you reached uh, the state tournament in coaching at all? Or what's the highest uh, uh, postseason you've done there? Highest uh, going in postseason there was at junior high level. I made it to the sectional championship game. Um years back when I was at Grant Park Middle School. That's awesome. That's all. It took you quite a few years to do that, I suppose, huh? Yeah, just a few. <laughs> yeah, right. Just a all right, well, let's get started here. Just a few things. Um, if you don't mind, um, can you just maybe tell me how you got into officiating? Um, I played basketball all four years in high school. Um, kind of wanted to stay with it. Um, I attended Kankakee Community College right after high school and was contemplating trying out for the men's team there, and it, it just wasn't going to work out. Um, one of the basketball junior high basketball coaches in the Hersher School District got in touch with me and asked if I'd be interested in officiating his sixth-grade boys and girls schedule. And I said, sure, why not? Um, he said, okay, I'd the only thing you need to do is you need to get registered with the IHSA. Um, so I did, and uh, you know, I guess you could say pretty much the rest is history. 
other than that coach, uh, two guys that were very instrumental in setting me in the right direction as far as officiating is concerned was uh, Bill Spriggs from Kankakee and Rick Preston from Wilmette's. Those two, at the time I got started officiating, were making their runs down to the state championships uh, at that time that were being held in Champaign uh, at the high school level. So now, um, so those two people, Rip, Bill and Rick, they've made it to the state tournament, correct? Yes, they both had uh, three trips down there. That's awesome. That's awesome. So those are good people to be following for sure. Um, Absolutely. You know, something that, you know, I'm trying to get across and trying to get more officials or, you know, more people just into officiating or maybe beginning officials to to try and be better um, from year to year. Um, any kind of insight you can give me, you know, um, what does it take to evolve as an official? Uh, you really got to have thick skin. Um, because, you know, whether it's the coaches um, or the fans, um, sometimes they can be quite brutal. Um, and you just kind of have to, you almost have to have, you know, they talk about tunnel vision. Um, not so much tunnel vision as an official, but you have to have tunnel hearing and focus <laughs> on what's going on in the game and, and not so much what's going on around you. Um, you know, but at the same time, you still have to be, you know, able to listen, you know, if the coach is wanting to know something, um, you got to be able to hear that. Um, couple things that, that I think helped me, uh, my first few years of officiating, uh, I had a, a steady partner. Um, he then got out of officiating and I picked up another partner, um, who you and I both know, Sam Nicholas. Um, and we worked together for a number of years until, uh, he moved out of the area. And since then I've been kind of more or less on my own. Uh, with the three-man mechanics, I don't have two regular partners, so I'm going into games night in and night out, not being real familiar with my partners, which I've been told is a good thing, because that more or less lets you find out where your weaknesses are and where your strengths are, and I think that is so important for an official. Um, you could be working with the same guys day in and day out, but yet you don't recognize where your weaknesses are because maybe your one of your partners is stronger in that area, and, and and vice versa. So I think I think that is very instrumental in or was bit instrumental in my success and and my runs down to the state championships. So just want to make sure I'm hearing this correctly. So you you believe you know kind of the experience that you had was. It was what I call potluck every night. You were going to be working with, you know, official A and B, and you were C, and sometimes you were A, and then B and C came along, and it was different every night, um, which helped you to identify some of the things you need to be better at on a nightly basis, correct? That is absolutely correct. Wow, that's great information, great information. You know, we had talked earlier how you were a coach in, in baseball, but you never coached basketball, but you understand the coaching mind of the preparation for uh, contest and getting ready for compete on game night. Um, you know, some, tell me some of the things on, on what helps you handle some of the coaches. Um, first and foremost is open communication um, and being 
up forth, you know, up front with the coaches. You know, don't don't try to tap dance around something. You know, if, if I blew a call, you know, I'm going to tell the coach, hey, I, I probably missed it or I did miss it. And and if you're up front with them, they are willing to not less forget about it, but they know that, okay, yes, he realized he got it or he, he didn't get it. And I think he'll be better next time. Um and, you know, as far as the coach is concerned, when I was coaching the baseball umpires that worked my games, I had that that kind of repertoire with them, too. Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't umpired a baseball game in almost 20 years, but I've kept my license up just to stay on top of the rules. And I think that has helped me. And I know a couple of my assistants, um, have been have become interested in getting their patches just so that they understand the rules better. And I guess because I think sometimes that's not what the coach the coaches don't exactly understand the rules 100 percent the way that we as officials who go in the in the rule book day in and day out do. Yeah, I think um, I think that would uh, be a great addition, you know, to have more coaches like yourself or even your assistants when you were coaching, you know, just to familiarize yourself with some of the rules, maybe not necessarily all of them, but, you know, a lot of the big ones. So that way kind of, uh, you would have a, a professional understanding of what was going on and the understanding that, uh, as an umpire or, or a basketball referee, you know, you've taken some time to study these rules and, and pass a test. And, uh, if we could get coaches to kind of do that too, which is great. Um, that would help, but it doesn't always work out that way. And um, sounds to me like you, as long as you can keep that professional relationship between coaches and, and officials, whether you missed or you got it right, if you stay professional, chances are you're going to come out on top. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I even uh, a couple of years ago, like during one of my baseball games, I came out to question a call that one of, that the base umpire had made. And, and just the way that I approached him, before he even answered the question, he says, you've umpired before, haven't you? <laughs> and, and, and I said, yes, I have. Yeah. And, and then we were, you know, we were on the same page. I mean, we knew what each other was talking about and, and it was all good. Good. That's great stuff. Great stuff. Um, you know, as, uh, uh, one last question I have here for you, and I just want to, uh, see what your thoughts are on this. So if you were to give, you know, give me three things for new officials, you know, what they need to be to be to be successful. Can you give me three things that you think new officials need to have success? Yeah. Um, I would think first and foremost, um, preparation. They've got to be prepared, whether it be physically or mentally, um, before they even step on the court. Or even both. Or even both, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter if it's your first game of the year or middle of the season or, or the last game of the year. They got to be prepared, um, know the rules, know any situations. Um, I know a couple of officials in this area. We all talk, so we kind of get kind of a scouting report ahead of time as far as you know what what plays might be occurring or if there's a player that needs to be 
too. Um, and, and that all goes with the preparation, um, as far as that's concerned. Um, secondly, I think they need to make sure that they have great communication skills. Um, communicating not only with their partners on the floor, communicating, communicating with assignment chairman that has become more and more involved at the high school level nowadays. Um, and even with the, the schools and the athletic directors themselves, um, I know approximately three, four days ahead of time of a game that I'm scheduled, I'm calling the athletic director at that school, um, asking if there's anything specific I need to know as far as what door to come in, um, double checking on game time, that kind of stuff. And then that communication kind of falls back on the preparation as well. Um, and then lastly would be dedication. Mm. Um, you've, you've got to be dedicated. Um, whether you're working with only one partner and a two-man crew or two partners and a three-man crew, you've got to be dedicated to those guys and to the game. You can't be you know, rolling a game here and there because maybe, maybe you double-booked yourself and this one game wasn't probably one of the top games in the area, but this other one was. And you just kind of threw that one under the rug. That that shows a lack of dedication because number one, you didn't you didn't dot your eyes and, and cross your T's as far as your book was concerned and scheduling because you were double booked. Um, and then secondly, you're willing to throw somebody underneath the rug or, or sweep them under the rug just so that you can get a better game. Um, and I don't I don't think that there's any room for that. In, in officiating, and yet you and I both know that it goes on. Yeah, and you know, I, I believe we, we are faced with the the charge, people like you, myself, and Joe, and all the people we're talking to, we're, we're forced with, uh, with that charge of changing that. We need to change the face of um, high school officiating, or even collegiate officiating, or even officials in general. You know, we can't be the enemy, and we need to change that face, and those things, three things are great, you know, especially, I mean, dedication is such a powerful word, you know, we really need to be dedicated to making ourselves improve, dedicated to our commitment, and dedicated to our, our craft and officiating, and dedicated to those kids that we're going to give them the best effort every night. That's just, that's great stuff, Mike, great stuff. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm, an, I'm a firm, like I said, I'm a firm believer in the preparation and the communication and I think if, you know, if an official could start with those two things, the dedication should follow along uh, because you're going to be prepared. You're going to be communicating, knowing what's going on, and then people are going to see that you're doing your job and you'll get rewarded eventually for it, and, and that dedication kind of follows in suit there. That's awesome stuff. Well, Mike, listen, I appreciate you taking uh, 15, 20 minutes out of your evening um, and away from your family. It's just proof that you're dedicated in helping uh, officials get better. So three things, right? We got preparation, communication, and dedication. Um, if those officials out there can really work on those three things, uh, they're probably going to have a pretty successful career. Uh, Mike, I, I just want to thank you again, and um, we look forward to uh, seeing you out there on the basketball floor and 
Uh, maybe we'll get a chance to work another one together. Okay, buddy? Sounds good. Thanks, okay. Jeff. Okay, everybody, if you want to contact me, uh, just email me at uh, jeffcross22 at gmail.com. Talk to you guys later.